This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like maybe a minute since I talked to you. Yeah, I'm trying to remember uh, when the last time was. Probably early this year, probably. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think, like, I think I was here because, like, I've done, like, interviews in certain spots because, like, I've been, like, traveling a lot. So mm-hmm. I think I might have been in Vegas last time. Yeah, I think so. You know, weird shit, man. I have to do so many damn interviews. I be forgetting. Uh, shit that we might have talked about or <laughs> discussed. Every time I talk to them again, depending on how frequently they come on, man. So what's been going on? How is your Saturday, man? That's pretty chill. Pretty uneventful, honestly. Is Now, how often do you have uneventful happen to you? Uh, well, I guess ever since I came from uh, Exotica, like, it's been pretty chill. Because, like, mm-hmm. before that, I just kind of had maybe like two, three weeks with just a whole bunch of stuff going on. Like, I never really had no free time. So, since Exotica, I'm pretty good until like middle of night, middle of this month. Mm. So, so um, before we get into how your Exotica went and also your wonderful picture taking, let me talk to the people, shall we? Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to What the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor. Perfect app for anyone trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Y'all know what to do. I am your host, Kevin Alba Southern Channel, aka the Porn Rap Star. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash Porn Rap Star. Three wonderful sponsors to tell you about lsworld.com, the Facebook that is community, and someplace new for you to consume Triple S content, and someplace new for content creators to go to make money with their content. 90% profit, no hashtag problems. I'm talking about ExciteBunny.com. And last but not least, the hottest adult mag on the web, eroticismmagazine.com. Go there today and get yourself a subscription. Problem with the GW District Black Podcasting Network. Plus, go to shopgwdistrict.com and get some shopping done for over 500 black-owned retailers and shops. Also, Every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday morning, go to FullySwapRadio.com and listen to me, 6 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time, 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, check me out on SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com, as well as the BGPLLC app. So, with that being said, man, as you see, it got longer since I last talked to you. <laughs> this is my man, photographer extraordinaire. Yes, he's a photographer for the porn stars, for the conventions and everything else. He just got a great eye. The one and only Jay Burke. Say hello to the people. What's going on, everybody? How's it been? It's been, I guess it's been a minute since I last talked to the people, so oh, yes. kind of anxious to get into it. Yes, most definitely. If you've been listening for now heading into two years, just December, um, you done heard him before. We we done chopped it up about his picture taking and everything. And and of course you uh you went to the soccer in New Jersey. Uh and um of course when he goes to these these conventions, he is a picture taker. He gives you an inside look through his lens at the world of porn in a convention or what have you. So um, how was your experience this year at the Exotica? Uh, I feel like I feel like Jersey was really good because I was coming fresh off of doing Why Not and uh, Why Not Community in, in Hollywood. So mm-hmm. I had I had just seen a lot of people in the industry, like a lot of the chatterbait models and a lot of, uh, you know, just like cam models in general. I had just seen them like a week and a half ago. So it was just like, oh, I just saw you. And then like next week I'm over in Jersey. So it was like I was spending pretty much a good 10 day span with people in the industry. Mm-hmm. And then 
just overall, it just felt more productive. It felt like a lot more people like knew my work and, you know, I was talking to people I know. So it just seemed like, like, you know, I'm here and I'm part of this mix way more than I've like ever been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, you've been doing this for some years and um, it's like even to the point that their websites, they use some of your pictures, don't they? Yeah, like the uh, Exotica pick, like Exotica website. Um, I don't think Exotica uses it, but I know I've been working with this one site, um, Cam Cam Girl All Access, mm-hmm. and they've been like putting my pictures on there. So like, I drop a bunch of photos on like Twitter or whatever when I'm like editing mm-hmm. the process, and they'll like be like, okay, like we'll just take the pictures, we'll throw them in like our uh, pictorial, which is like my pictorial mm-hmm. for their website. So that's been happening a lot lately with all these events. Yeah, so I know it feels good to know that your work is being recognized, you know, period, and people know who you are, what have you. And um, it's like, who's some of the people you remember the most this Exotica that you took pictures of, you know, and acting with? I'm trying to see. Actually, um, there's a couple of, a couple of Chatterbait models. Like, one is uh, Tantric Eating, and uh, Frankie Rivers, because they always do, like, cosplay stuff, so they always have a unique look every single day. And I met them in Hollywood, so when I see them at Exotica, like, every single day they got a different look. They got, like, costumes that they kind of, like, combine with each other. And then also uh, Matrix Sin. Like, Matrix Sin is just, like, she just has, like, the most amazing, like, just the most amazing, uh, just everything, I guess, because... First first day, I think it's like the the nurse from uh the nurse from Silent Hill, and then it's uh Damn. I forgot what the second cut co- the second costume was uh we got the second one but the third one was uh Elena from like Street Fighter Four, so the cosplay is always on point and it's not just the looks it's like picture perfect cosplay. Actually, the second one was the Freddy Krueger the second day. So, so everything's like, just on many, point. So how many of the girls? did cosplay at this convention and have you noticed that more cosplays been popping up at these conventions lately i would say that a good 60 70 percent of like chatterbait models were definitely doing cosplay at exotica this year mm-hmm. and then just depending upon like walking around like not necessarily the more mainstream like bad dragon people but i would say like a lot of the um a lot of like the more independent people or people with their own booths, mm-hmm. they definitely were doing more of a cosplay thing this year. Well, shoot. I mean, well, one, I know it's a bad that I think a lot of people are starting to dip into now because I, cause even this year, with, uh, more other than the other crazy shit that's been going on, you've been seeing a lot of girls doing cosplay, especially black girls. Yeah. You know, and um, what do you contribute to just in your thoughts of why you see more black girls now not afraid to do cosplay because uh, along for a while you didn't really see them do try to do cosplay or even think um, about it. I think I think that I think a lot of people kind of like when they're growing up they fall into this hole where anything that's like pop culture or like like nerdish or whatever it's always like oh that's white people stuff that's what they do and really a lot of people are interested in that sort of thing but they don't really have that that personality where they can just be themselves without worrying about other people judging them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people just kind of got into, like, I like this and this is what I am and this is who I, who I want to be and I'm just going to do that and I don't care what anyone says. And then when you do it, instead of you thinking, like, you're going to get made fun of, you find out that there's, like, thousands of other people that do the same thing. So I think a lot more people started feeling comfortable in their own skin. And that's why you see, like, more black girls doing cosplay than you would have seen in the past. Yeah, and also more girls and that get into that BDSM now, especially on the yeah. side. You know, yeah, I've definitely uh, seen that rise up. Yeah, because um, I be talking to girls about that a whole lot because, of course, when it comes to black women, you they don't be viewed as submissive, you know, period. And you don't see a lot of them. Well, in past, the image, it was awkward to hear a black girl say, I want to be choked out, slapped around, treated like a slut. <laughs> yeah, because because I, I feel like the world that a lot of people come from, they always feel like there's people trying to step on them anyway and tell them what to do and how to do it. And they don't got no say-so. So 
even if that's what they like to do, they don't want to necessarily be like, I'm going to let a, a man do that and treat me that way because they, they feel like they almost have to like stand up for the entire gender, regardless mm-hmm. of if that's how you actually want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and I kind of it to a certain extent, I kind of hate that that it's kind of like a constant you had, like even with like you know, Matt Stein, whenever something happens awkward to or bad, or especially when it comes to anything to do with a dude, it's well, they're attacking a black woman. No, they're not attacking black women, they're not they're attacking you. You get where I'm coming from, so it's kind of yeah. like. Why do they have to feel that I'm representing a whole race instead of just representing you? You know what I'm saying? Because it gets people on your side. Mm-hmm. So if you if you know that you're saying something and you can't necessarily win a fight on your own, you're going to make it a, a gender issue. You're going to make it a, a race issue. You're going to do stuff like that because then you get other people upset whether or not you actually getting them upset for the right reasons. And then you got yeah. allies on your side that have your back. Yeah, is that is that comfort food? I always say yeah. that. <laughs> is that comfort food? You know, period. Because everybody wants someone to pat them on the back and say you're right. You know, yep. uh, and 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 that's kind of a mess up thought process because the same people that pat you on the back they're gonna laugh at you or look at you sideways when it's convenient. You know, so. It, it people are just crazy to me, but <laughs> in so many ways, that's why I don't like them. But so, um, now of course, I heard you know the bullshit about the Zaka, what have you. Um, but did you see one thing I heard is that there wasn't, there were people that necessarily was well. Keep it 100, because damn it, fuck it. I heard there were IG models that was at, at, at the spot, or what have you. And why do you think they IG models and such and such content creators are now starting to frequent these events now? Um, I think because, like, fan base-wise, they realize, like, like a lot of IG models are, their their content is, like, highly sexualized. And even if you're not doing, like, even if you're not doing anything that's nude or something like that, it's like they post the same pictures that a lot of like porn stars would post, but they're not going to get in trouble for it because they're not in the they're not in the direct industry where you can go on and find a video of them doing something or even find them naked. Because a lot of them they don't have an OnlyFans site where they're naked on the site. They got an OnlyFans site where they're showing you risque pictures, but they're still fully clothed. So they can come to this audience and basically be who they want to be. And they're not going to get judged. And people will treat them like normal people. Like, like when you, I'll, I'll give you like a perfect example. So early, early October, I was in New York and I went to the sex expo. Mm-hmm. So the sex expo was like an educational thing. And everybody's like going there looking at, you know, Chatterbait girls. And they're looking at them like, oh, wow, they're, you know, on cam. In New York, you can also get topless. So they're seeing that whole thing go on. But they're not really in that world. So when they see that, their mind is kind of blown. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing the same thing at Exotica, people are looking at you, but they're not as like blown away and surprised because it's like, it's Exotica. Like everybody that's at Exotica is there in that same world. So mm-hmm. nobody's going to look at you and be like, oh, I'm so not really used to this because it's like, no, everybody's used to that. That's Exotica. Like that's what goes on. You see somebody walking around with their ass out, you see someone walking around with their tits barely being covered, you're not looking at it like, wow, what did I just walk into? Because it's like, you know what you walked into. Even if it's your first time, the moment you walk through the door, less than an hour later, you're going to be comfortable because you've been seeing it the whole time. Regular people walk around like that. And I think they feel comfortable in that world. So they're realizing like, oh, I can come there and I can also get money. I can go sponsor with a booth get some money and sometimes pricing wise i've seen a lot of them charge ridiculously high prices like they'll charge more money than like an established well-known porn star will charge but to them that's probably what somebody else is telling them they should charge so they're doing it and in most cases they're getting paid that money 
So the I'm gonna ask you this: Does this present competition to the porn stars to a certain extent at these conventions? I think it does because I know last year in Miami there were so many Miami girls, and when I see other sort of like social media to like find their page to tag them, I would mm-hmm. see girls with like three hundred thousand followers, seven hundred thousand, one million, and it's like you got regular girls just walking around. And some of them is just feeling the vibe. They're not taking, they're not taking nobody's money for a photo. It's like, oh, you want a photo? I'll do all the craziest poses in the world. So when you're doing that and you're the IG model and you have nothing going on in the porn world, you're not asking for a dime from anybody. It's like the same thing you're charging for. Other people are just coming in there doing it for free. So yeah. it does kind of hurt it in a way because it's like you're trying to do everything and you're spending money to get a booth. You're spending money to travel, and then there's all these local people that's just coming around getting that same attention that you should be getting, mm-hmm. but they're not doing anything for it. It's just like, oh, here's this hot woman, and she has on this revealing outfit. I want to take a picture with her. Oh, shit, I already follow her on IG, mm-hmm. and she has a million followers. Wow, I can't believe I just met her in person, and I took like seven pictures with her and didn't pay nothing. So I do think it creates competition because it's like, it doesn't devalue what you do, but it definitely means that you got to work harder to compete with people who don't even want to do what you do. Because it, <clears throat> because cause basically you were saying that the IG models are charging more. And yeah. Well, you know, the ones that, the ones that have like, that's at like somebody's booth, they'll charge yeah. $25, $30. Like they'll charge way more. You can go to Bad Dragon and really the highest you're ever going to see at Bad Dragon is $20. No one's going to be like mm-hmm. 25. No one's going to be like 30. No one's going to be like 50. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, true. And the, so basically, I'm going to ask you this then. Do you think that now that IG models and just regular content creators that just only fan girls, they, they, they don't necessarily do the business like we do it. But you know what I'm saying? Do you think now because they're now frequenting these convention do you think the dynamic of the convention is going to eventually change um i feel like there's a good chance that maybe exotica sees what's going on and they try to like actively incorporate some of these ig models because i remember going exotica when camming wasn't such a big thing you didn't you didn't see you didn't see mfc and chatterbait and cam4 you didn't see all these sites there now it's a huge thing. They had to incorporate it at a certain point because they were going to be left out. So mm-hmm. with all of the IG models coming, it might get to a point where it's like, you know what? We got to kind of include them in the mix or they're just going to be walking around just taking everybody's business. And we're not even going to be able to advertise it because we didn't know they were showing up. Like we can't promote them. We can't be like, come see this person, come spend money and buy a ticket because we didn't even know they were going to be here. So we got to also going to kind of change the fan base a little bit too. Yeah. It, that, now, now, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know, but it's probably would probably broaden it even more. But here's the thing with with as I go, of course, they're gonna show nudity, but it's kind of like <laughs> I'm just curious how it's gonna change things moving forward because they because it was the point you got AVNs coming up, so I'm curious to see how many IG models. Models that's in Vegas, in Cali, will show up to the AVNs. I because I've, they, I've met a lot actually at AVN. I've met some people that are strictly IG models, and they were walking around AVN like the last one that they had, and there was a yeah. bunch of them there. You get what I'm saying? I mean, but did they have booths? No, none of them had a booth. They were just walking around. See that what I mean? It's a different element when they get a booth. <laughs> yeah, See, when I, think, walking around, I think they'll do that. Yeah, because when you're walking around, it's it's one thing because you meet the fans, what have you. But when you have a booth, now you're directly in competition financially as well as attention. Versus with attention, I mean, you're on the floor, you know, the fans' head is on swivel anyway. But booth is a totally different story because now you are. Basically, you are holding their attention and they're literally like coming to see you. They now have a place to come see you versus I'm bumping into you on the walk. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like if they get a booth, 
the only problem that's going to present for them is they're coming from a pricing strategy of like if they were appearing at like say a, a comic con comic con you're not you're not really you're not getting no celebrity charging ten dollars at comic con so they're coming from that land where they're charging thirty dollars they're charging forty dollars and i don't think that really works in the, in the, um i don't really think that works in, in the land of like exotica because you're talking so many people there that if you do that with one booth you might walk away from one booth and you don't already spent like 150 mm-hmm. so how are you really even going to support the event and have like the time you want if you go to one booth and you spend 150 or previously you could have went to bad dragon and probably spent 150 and got like 12 people mm-hmm. instead of just three people or four people yeah so but 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 like i said <clears throat> that's the other part of it kind of like even with the porn shit when you had girls that were straight up escorts walking into the porn business they wanted to bring escort mentality per se of business to the porn business which is a more corporate type setting well the thing about the thing about that just to like add on is that i feel like a lot of people know a lot of these unspoken things that happen at certain events but mm-hmm. since the the company you're around is all like people you are at least familiar with nobody's saying anything they shouldn't be saying uh-huh. everybody's being quiet because it's kind of like mind your business like mm-hmm. don't say nothing you don't need to be talking about don't speculate on something you don't know what's going on so i feel like yeah there's a corporate side and it's definitely a yeah you doing something on the side side and mm-hmm. because because of course caveat we keep it real on my damn podcast because we, we don't pull no punches this motherfucker yeah i heard about the high drinks at this is um yeah what'd you hear <laughs> I heard there was some escorting going on within the building. Um, I heard about some shrooms and fentanyl, mm. um, as well as outside the convention itself, people shooting with people that's untested. Blah 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 blah. Okay, and the reason why I was asking those kind of questions is that. The ultimate thing is, is this IG models, this element was, put it this way, this element was not in the conventions um, because this ain't just Exotica. I heard about, I heard about XBs. <laughs> you get what I'm coming from? XBs. I said, wait a second. Y'all had issues at the XBs? Ain't that just supposed to be in the street? Yeah, I mean, like, like I wasn't at I wasn't at Xfiz, but I mean, I didn't I didn't really hear. Like, I mean, I guess I could ask some of the people I know that went. But with the Exotica stuff, it's like I heard about like 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 you said the whole fentanyl thing and shrooms and all that. Like, I heard about some stuff that happened at a party. But the thing is, like, that's actually the one party I didn't go to because that was I believe the Saturday party. So it's like I got back to my hotel on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I like ordered food on the way back to the hotel. I put my stuff up, went downstairs to grab my food. And I saw that the line was so long to get into the after party. I'm like, I'm not dealing with this because they doing a whole, you got to come out for us to let people in the after party. And for all I know, you might've been sitting outside for like a good hour and a half, two hours, just trying to get in. And then when you look inside the after party, you see there's so many people in there. I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. Like I've been on the show floor at that point for nine hours. I'm not trying to be at the after party. So I didn't know all that stuff happened until I saw people posting about it later. And then I was like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. But see, that wasn't an element that was there a year ago. Let's make that clear. A year ago. And then even with a year ago, um, like, first time I ever heard that work stoppage happened at Exotica. You feel where I'm coming from? Yeah. It's like, did we, did we open? Did the gates get open too wide? Because it's and the reason why I say that because you had uh, I heard shit the the uh exotic in Miami had some chicanery, you know. But the point being is is that to me is the exoticas and all these conventions allowing the 
IG models, the quote-unquote only fans, content creators, to be able to even walk into the building, is it a good thing for our business? Um, because, and, 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 and I ain't talking about the money side. Because it, I get why. But look at all the hijinks that went down versus previous years of these conventions. Those issues was not there until we until the doors was open. You feel what I'm coming from? Yeah, I would. I would say that. I would say in previous conventions, there were things going on, but it wasn't happening because of like outsiders. It was happening from people that were. It was happening from people that were already there, you know, like like industry people. So, like there was like there was definitely a lot of people doing a lot of things, but everybody that was doing it was people that were like inside the industry. It wasn't somebody else coming from outside, and you know, spiking somebody's you know whatever. Like I heard it was like gummies. You, you didn't have that because I was going to the after party, and you would see like some girl in the corner being all fucked up, but she was fucked up off some shit that she took that she brought, not off yeah. somebody else coming in the building and giving her something. Mm. And then her suddenly take it like that wasn't happening. Yeah, you know, period. Even to the aggressiveness of the fans, I didn't, I didn't hear too much about the aggressiveness of the fans in years past. You know, yeah. it's kind of like when you allow a certain element to come in on the professional side, there's a fan side that comes with it. You get what I'm saying? You know, period. If if it's kind of like um, if if you do a rock concert, there's fans that are going to come see the rock concert. Yeah. And they may not be the fans you want. <laughs> you feel what I'm coming from? You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like that. Yeah, and, I, and that's what it is. Like, I got friends that say to me, they should run Exotica in New York City instead of, yeah. like, Edison. Yeah. And I'm like, that'd be a terrible idea because... You talking about now instead of you having to go all the way out to Edison in the middle of Jersey, now you're making it 10 times more accessible in New York City, trying to put it at like the Javits Center. And now you're bringing in this whole audience of people that don't need to go to a convention because they don't know how to act. And they wouldn't go to Exotica in Jersey because it's too much of a hassle for them to get there. And now you're making it easy for them to go. You're making yeah. it a subway ride. And you don't want that because if they're too lazy to go to Exotica and Edison and they live in New York, then that means that there's a reason you want to keep people like that away because they're not going to put in the effort, but they will put in the effort to be like, yeah, let me grab 10 of my, my peoples and hop on this train and, and go to the city and go to Exotica and think we should be able to do all this stuff because there's porn stars and there's cam girls and we don't have to show respect because and, we watch and, them online. And and they thought that there was tricking going on then. Shit. Yeah. The hotel is right across the street. <laughs> right across the street. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, oh, and by the way, I think what that's in Manhattan, what you're talking about, what they were talking about doing in New York. Yeah, they were talking about, I was like, I don't know. So, so, like and so they can't be prosecuted. Mm, I don't even want to say nothing. That's a recipe for a disaster. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like Trust me, you want it to be in Edison as opposed to New York City, like for so yeah. many reasons. Yeah, shit. I'll give you one reason. The stick-up boys will be down there quick. Yeah. yeah because they know, because once again, I'm going to say it again, they can't be, pro Johns can't be prosecuted. So they know that now the girls really can make money. So imagine that, Edison versus you in the country. You, There's a lot for you you got to do to get the fuck away. In Edison. Ain't a lot you gotta do to get the fuck away in New York. You can just, like you said, hit, hit the subway. You good. He's gone. Peace. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it, it's like you, you gotta know where you at. Like, cause well, the thing about a lot of these exoticas is they're very strategic in where they throw them because mm -hmm. there's exotica Chicago, but it's not in Chicago. It's in Rosemont. Yeah. yeah. And that's like an hour away from Chicago. So, it's a huge and difference. When, and, and the one in D.C. is in Virginia. Yeah. I was like, that's <laughs> not in D.C. Like, 
trust me, there's a strategy to the way they do things. Like you want the hardcore people to come out to the event and you don't want the people who really shouldn't be coming out to these events to show up because you do know that that can create a situation. So you want to make it as not as hard, but you want to make it be where you can't just wake up one day and be like, oh, I'm going to Exotica. Yeah, they put it in places where they know it's not popping. Meaning that it's not a lot to do around because even when I think about New Jersey in Edison, there ain't much to do in Edison. No, not at all. Actually, if you want to be honest, so you kind of got nothing to concentrate, but is on the convention. It, the after parties and 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 shooting, you know what I'm saying? And for the most part. And plus the way that the roads are. I glad I didn't drive. <laughs> I glad yeah, I didn't like, drive. Edis, Edison is so Edison is such a not happening place in terms of like entertainment that I'm like, why do you think that's the most popular exotica? Because there's nothing to do there. Nothing. Yeah, and that's why they picked the, that 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 spot for it. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like even the Miami one is the only one that's in Miami. Yeah, that's the only one that's actually in Miami. You know, period. Um, and but other than that, yeah, all them ones is just in <laughs> they're on the outskirts. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, and it's a smart decision because you want to keep certain people from showing up. Because it's to the point, like, when I first heard that Miss Be Nasty was at Miami, I said, this is the same female that didn't say that she would never fuck with the porn business. That's kind of fucking with the porn business going to Exotica in Miami. Yeah. And then, guess what? She just won an award for Urban X. So it's kind of like, it's, and I tell everybody, I said, the porn business is actually validating her to the fullest. To the point that you might well say she's a porn star now. Because it's attention for them. It's attention for yeah. the industry to have certain people associated with them. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to ask you this. Would it, would it, well, I know where I know the answer. That wouldn't have happened 10 years ago. No. Um, that, she wouldn't even got the attention that she... She wouldn't even got half the attention that she got now. Unless she went and shot with a major company. Yeah. So, but it just... Gonna have time change, bro. <laughs> Shit. Now I said, porn. It, it's scary. It. It's just me. Business wise, it's scary what porn gonna look like. Now I don't know if that's gonna be a good scare or a bad scare. You feel what I'm saying? Because I, I mean, they ain't talking about the VR shit, neither people. I'm not talking about metaverse and all that crap. No, I'm just talking about just the way that porn is gonna look, the way it's gonna move. <clears throat> because we're losing a lot from what made porn great in the first place and what made it so much money. To me. Yeah. I, I could be wrong, but to me, you know, period. It was like just like uh I was looking at adult time and um Dash had a fucking movie up that bitch. All black cast. I said, hold up. <laughs> Yeah, they, they do a lot of like actual film type stuff there. The fuck, I'm not seeing these trailers. What it that what I mean? It's like I'm gonna say this again. When we stopped filming for DVDs, game change. The game changed. It ain't been the same since. Yeah, but a lot a lot of people are um a lot of people are very independent now, so they they're in the industry, but they don't need the industry in terms of like they don't need to mess with big companies and studios because mm-hmm. as long as you got a mind and you got some sort of talent, mm-hmm. you can film. Because I've filmed a lot of people's stuff and I've seen a lot of people just do straight scenes. But then I've seen a lot of people incorporate a little bit more into it and they they you know they worry about a lot more. They worry about the details and the details will get you a lot further because people start to notice that they started to, to notice your um, professionalism and yeah. when somebody can just come in off the street like I know a lot of people that's not doing porn that are interested in coming to AVN and they don't do porn they don't do porn they don't have no only fans they don't do anything but they want to come to AVN so never know that that any any convention you go to is a gateway for you to be deeper in it than you were before you walked through that door yeah but like I said, I mean, shoot. That's what I mean by 
it wouldn't surprise me at some point. Yeah, IG model of the year for AVN. <laughs> yeah, I, would, I wouldn't no be surprised at all. Because think about it. People don't realize, think about this. Urban X had a category, only fan girl of the year. The only only fan girl that I really saw that was nominated was actually Miss B. Nasty. And I was like, I don't mean no harm, but I was like, she won that. I, I can't put Missy Stone over her on that. <laughs> I was like, why y'all even got Missy Stone nominated with her? Yeah, like, because, because the thing is, like, a lot of the a lot of the most popular people on OnlyFans, they really they're not they're not sex workers. They yeah. they, they they just do modeling and once they saw it was popping for sex workers, they started doing the same thing and they start getting more recognition because you could do the exact same thing as a sex worker does, except for shooting like actual porn. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you're not taking even if you actually are even if you are taking your clothes off, as long as there's no scene of you doing something by yourself or with somebody else like places like instagram will treat you completely different based on the fact that you're not actually doing like hardcore stuff even though you might be doing the exact same everything else because you're not doing hardcore that treats you different because i look at it like this and i if i'm wrong i'm wrong but damn it i don't mind being wrong on this one (laughs) You don't do what the people do that the convention you go into. So it's kind of like, what are you there? I mean, what are you there for? I know what they're there for, but it's a rhetorical question. Why are you there? What's the point? Because you don't, especially if you, if you don't even stick a dildo in your pussy. I'm like, but what? Like, 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 not even white girl, like uh, Nurse Becky. I saw her. She's gorgeous. I don't yeah. think she even do porn at all. No, I don't, I don't believe so. I, it, I don't know if she wear a camera. Well, I don't know what the fuck she do. But you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, she's gorgeous. She's a great model. Yeah, like I, she kills it yeah, like, cosplay. Go ahead. Yeah, like, I actually don't know what she does because I met her at Anime NYC. So, I saw her at Exotica, you know, like, the month after that. But I didn't I didn't meet her from going to those events. But now, she, you know, she goes to them. So, I'm asking you this. How many of the porn stars go to the Comic-Cons? Uh, not a ton. Like, there actually used to be more girls that went when I, probably, like, around, like, 2016, something like that. There were more girls that was like, yo, I was at Comic-Con, and they were showing me their outfits and stuff, and some of them I'd run into. But honestly, like, I'm not going to say, I, I say, like, a lot of them don't go to Comic-Con, at least not the ones I go to. Like, I have run into some, like, uh, I have run into some, like, cam but girls. But you've been to San Comic- Diego, though, ain't you? You've been to the San Diego no. one, right? No, I never did the San Diego one. Oh, okay, okay. So, every yeah, once because, in a while, but I don't, I don't think it's a huge amount that go. No, I don't think so. But it's interesting. More and more Instagram models, as well as the cosplay girls, are going to the porn conventions, which I understand it enables you to really be wild. And you might even have a few that might decide they want to dip, dip, dip they don't the porn. But like I said again, it's kind of like. It, it it's kind of like well, uh, I don't know even the best way to even put it. <laughs> it's 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 kind of like a square peg in a circle. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it kind of makes no sense. Why would you? It it's you ain't got the balls to do it full till. You might even look down on some of the girls that actually do. But yet you want to go to the event that is known for that. To they want the they want the fame. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And to to actually get fans that want to see you be fucked. You get where I'm coming from. So it's yeah, kind of like, and a lot of them a lot of them will never do that. Like they'll never get on camera and do that. Like the most you might see from a lot of IG models is Every once in a while, it'd be like, oh, somebody has a, a sex tape that leaked. Which, realistically, I don't think these things leak. I think they do it. They usually shoot it probably very poorly. It's not shot professionally. And they just it just comes out. Somebody will put it out. It's not usually the, the person that's on IG. It's somebody else. It's short. It's not shot professionally. Because then it really makes it seem like somebody had the video. 
they stole the video and they posted it. When realistically, that's not even what happened. They made that video on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, because even to the point with all the sex tapes that came out, all that shit wasn't leaked. They dropped it. They just pretended it that it was leaked. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't leaked at all. Yeah, but especially if it ended up on a, 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 a porn company's um, DVD. Shit. Now, now, motherfucker, they had to sign paperwork for that. They had, to, they had to sign that paperwork for that. That's all gay, bro. Yeah, I'm saying, but people, people think that's what it is because they're like, oh, well, it's leaked. And I've seen a lot of like IG models and suddenly they got like a, a sex tape online. And I'm like, yeah, but they they put that on there themselves. Like somebody put that tape online to the point where it got to the public and they didn't even necessarily make money off of that tape. Because it didn't go to like a, it didn't go on like a DVD, but they got the fans. So now the yeah. fans want to go to their page. They want to go to their their OnlyFans where they might get naked or do stuff, but they're not having sex on there. But it brought the attention. It got them free publicity. And guess who they got that from? Ground zero to the beginning of the devaluation of the porn star, Kim Kardashian and Ray J. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, thank you for the, thank you for doing that. I'm that's a sarcastic. Thank you, fucking bastards. Because it's it made it it made it that you feel me, and OnlyFans exacerbated it. You know, yeah, only, it, it, OnlyFans is interesting. I say OnlyFans is interesting because you know at one point they tried to shut down the whole porn being on their site. I'm like, yeah. porn stars made you what you are. Yeah. And it's funny, is is that these IG models, everything that they're doing is what porn stars do, for the most part. From from yeah. poses to yeah, poses <laughs> to the outfits to even the way they kind of move. And like I said, it to me, I wouldn't to me, I just know some of the IG girls that go up in that motherfucker, they they side eyeing the porn stars like, bitch, you suck dick for a living. Bitch, you in the building that we in. Where did you pose to suck dick? <laughs> because, because and you know what you know what the difference between that is that one person is trying to shame the other person for something that they do in public or on camera for something that they do behind closed doors. Yeah. Except generally, there's no money involved. Mm-hmm. So there's girls that are freely admit, yeah, I do this, I do that. Like I met a stranger last night, and you know I did this with her. And then this girl's gonna be like, oh, I would never. But it's like, yeah, but you totally do that. You just feel like there's something wrong with you doing it. So you try to shame anybody else who does it, even though they're not doing anything wrong and they're admitting to what they do. But you somehow feel ashamed because you do it and you think it's wrong, but you're still doing it. So don't try to shame somebody else that has the, the courage to do it and put it out there. And you're trying to shame them like they're wrong and they're messed up for doing that. But it's like, now they're not messed up because they can actually go outside and say, this is what I do. They're not ashamed. And then let me tell you what they're doing. They're coming to your place of work to post up. Yeah. <laughs> because technically, what the girls doing in there? They're working technically. They're working at the booths. They're working as far as networking to set up shoots, to set up other business deals, to be seen, this, that, and the third. Because now... See, I'm gonna go. I take it to a deeper level. You got the bad dragons. You got all these motherfucking uh, companies. They got product. Now the porn stars only had to worry about competing with themselves to possibly be a sponsor, to be a, a spokesmodel. Now I got to compete with this bitch, who's an IG model. They got over a million followers, and these yeah. motherfuckers don't even put a deal on her pussy. Yeah, and that's kind of like it's kind of like. You, there has to be a lot, a big part of you that enjoys what you do more than the money because there's so many things that'll take money away from you, whether it's like people that are not really in your business, but they try to, you know, steal that, that light you got to things like IG wanting to like close your account, even though you're not doing anything wrong. You're definitely not doing what a lot of other models are doing. It's just that you do porn and they know you do porn. So they try to shut you down. So you got to compete with a lot of things where you can wake up. And one day be like 10 steps behind where you were yesterday. So if you don't have a love for what you're doing and it's just for the money, 
I'm like, I don't know if that's a good thing because there's so many things that can stop you from making what you were making just the day before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, I'm like, I'm waiting for the moment someone tell me IG models invaded the why not. <laughs> well, the thing about why not that I've noticed is it's pretty much just, you know, industry stuff. So I think it would be hard for that. Like, I, I, I know, like, there were some people that came to why not this year and they're in the industry, but they didn't, you know, they didn't know why not. They came there because, like, other people they know were part of why not. But the thing about it is they stayed for the whole event. They could have came one day, left the next day, but they actually came on Monday, were there Tuesday, were there Wednesday, and they left on Thursday, and they went to all the events. So even though they weren't planning on coming the week before that, they showed up and they stayed to be a part of, like, everything that happened. Yeah, because even to the point where I think about the seminars that might happen in this article. But one, we already know some IG models damn sure go to seminars. But they're they're made for a perspective of someone doing porn versus somebody who's trying to be an influencer. You get where I'm coming from? Even though, granted, porn stars encompass being a model, influencer, and all that good shit, still it's how they influence. That's the key. You get where I'm coming from? Yeah, like you, you probably. I mean, I haven't been to, I haven't been to a lot of like exotic, uh, like uh, panels lately or whatever or seminars. But I can say from going to a lot of the why not ones, I think if you're if you're just an influencer and you don't do any sort of like adult content or at least not adult content where it's like sex on camera, I think you probably benefit more from going to like a why not event because they do specifically talk about like influencers and that sort of audience as opposed to just something like sex related because a lot of a lot of people that come to why not they don't do things on camera with other people like they don't do anything like that mm-hmm. so yeah, i think that would be more a, the audience it's, for more, it's, it's more of a business convention yeah it's not sexy enough <laughs> it's not and sexy. also it's not it's not it's not like oh here's here's a bunch of uh girls you can meet and it's, it costs this to meet them and they got a table and they got a booth it's like no there's a lot of networking there's a lot of people doing work there's a lot of that. I mean, it's, yeah, it's trying like to come and go to uh, It's kind of like going to that high school employment convention that you yeah. have in your gym. There ain't nothing sexy about it. You just there talking to the army man. You talking to this college and that college. I mean, you, you know, you know the college thing you used to go to, kind of like that. You know, period. yeah. That I'm lacking it too. What people told me, I was like, okay, it's strictly about the business, the back end of it, not. The front end. It ain't got shit to do with fans. It ain't if you happen to shoot, it's because you just wanted to. It, it it's it's not even a, it's 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 a business, very strongly business oriented convention. Well, I, I definitely say that it's a lot. I definitely say it's a lot a lot of fun there because it is pretty much an area where like where it happens at. It's like you can't you can't like come to the hotel and walk into that particular area of the hotel if you're not like at that event. So you pretty much have that entire floor to yourself to do whatever. And if you wanted to, you know, shoot something in the hallway and you wanted to just suddenly go topless, like there's nobody that's going to tell you anything because that floor is yours. That's for you to do that. That's not for somebody else to be like, nah, that's against the rules because it's like, no, you rented out that whole area. So you got to kind of chill and relax when it comes to telling people they can't do certain things. So you'll definitely go to like parties and, you know, you'll see fun at parties where girls will be like, oh, let me, you know, take some tits out on the red carpet or whatever. But you can do that sort of thing because of where you are, because it's your space. I mean, like Exotica, Jersey, one one thing about Jersey from New York is that you can't get topless legally in Jersey. So mm-hmm. when you go to Exotica, it's it's no nudity. I mean, it doesn't matter like how big you are up top. You got to have like at least like pasties on. Yeah. And if you were in New York, it would be a completely different convention because you can go topless in New York. And that's why at the sex convention, there was a lot of like cam models on camera topless because that's a thing in New York. Like it's not a problem. See, it's called knowing your laws. <laughs> yeah, you definitely got to know where you at. Yeah, most definitely. So shoot, man. Another great episode in the books, man. I want to say thank you for coming by and we chopping it up about 
Jezotica, you know, and I'm definitely going to bring you back again, you know, period, and everything. So with that being said, tell everybody where they can find your work at online, man. <clears throat> um, same old places. It's IG, it's Twitter, it's uh, 718Burke, that's B-U-R-K-E. And um, I kind of like regularly post stuff, like I'm still posting stuff from Exotica. I might post some more Comic-Con stuff. I got Anime NYC coming up um, in about, I don't know what, 13 days that's coming up. And then Exotica DC. And then, you know, we got that that pretty short break. And then you hitting, we hitting it hard at the new year with, with AVN and with, with XBiz X3. We doing all that beginning of January, mid-January. So it's a lot of stuff that's going to be posted. It's a lot of people, you know, there's always new people at shows. So I might post something. You might end up seeing somebody like, Oh, this person is really dope. I like to follow them. Like you always discover something new just by checking out who was at the latest convention. So that being said, people, you heard it. If you happen to go to the convention, you see this man take a picture, tell him hi, you know what I'm saying? Everything. And he definitely will be back because he is a smoke buddy. So with that being said, you know how we end this all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you didn't learn anything? Smoke this over. Say goodbye to the uh, listeners, Mike. Yeah, I see everybody out there later. It was great getting to speak with y'all. Till next time. Deuces. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right